Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through all May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to Hello, welcome back to another episode of Vancouver and Whistler Places, where we keep on telling you all about the interesting places in and around Vancouver and Whistler that you must not miss with authors Dave and Graham. We are still sitting out here soaking up the sun on a very sunny... May Day. Uh, May Day. Yeah, very sunny May Day here in Vancouver. It's no rain. It's warming up. We're just embracing it. So if you hear some background noise, it is what it is. But guys, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the British. This is from the Whistler book. This is from okay. 111 places in Whistler that you must not miss. We're going to talk about the Britannia Mine Museum. Ooh, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, well, you can't miss it if you're going. Yeah. If you're going on Highway 99 to Whistler, kind of probably between Horseshoe Bay and Squamish, you come across this massive building that looks like it's nine or ten stories tall, kind of built onto the side of a cliff. And at one time, it was a very, very important, prominent mine, huh, Graham. True. <laughs> Actually, it was. It, it was <laughs> you do not lie, sir. You are telling the truth. It was a huge mine. It was huge. It, it was huge. Huge. Uh, I'll just uh, want to check my notes here, but uh, I want to say it was like the largest in the British Empire. Well, at one time, you got to remember that it, at the time when I think of it as a copper mine, but I but I've since then learned that it, it a number of other important ores came out of that mine. But if you go back to um, yesteryear, the 20s, 30s, 40s, think of two, two advents that had um, changed. One was uh, electrical wiring, and co copper is an uh, excellent conductor of electricity. So the world, the entire planet Earth, yearned for copper to, to wire up buildings, poles, uh, you know, components and engines. Everything was getting electrified back then in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. And uh, there was, the world needed copper. At the same time, plumbing, indoor plumbing was kind of new, and copper copper pipes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, here's a place that yields significant amounts of copper. I think over the course of its lifetime, the, the, the mine has, has gotten, I want to say 1.2 billion tons of copper have come out of that mine. 1.2 billion pounds of copper. Pounds, okay, not tons, pounds. Still, yeah. still a lot of Either copper. Way, still sounds like a lot. Yeah, a quarter billion pounds of zinc, five million ounces of silver, 450,000 450, ounces of gold, Mike. Huh. 700,000 700, tons yeah. of pyrite. Pyrite. I'm not, I'm not sure what pyrite Yar. is. <laughs> Ever been Pyrites seen? love yeah. it, though. But Pyrites I, on the open sea, Dave. I would have thought that it was mainly a copper mine, and um, you know the research that you did on this led me to believe that, no, I would have been wrong. It's a... It's a Several minutes. A multi. What would you call that? I was that? surprised by that. I always thought it was a copper mine. I thought it was a copper it's, mine. It's like, oh well, you know, sure we got, you know, whatever it was. You say 1.2 billion pounds of copper, but oh, we also got a little gold, a little pyrite, a little, you know, this and that. And it's got uh, they carved and blasted 210 kilometers of tunnels. It's pretty interesting. Cool. But yeah. you know what? I, did we say where it was, Dave? Well, it's um, between um, Horseshoe Bay and Squamish. I mean, it's uh, you can't miss it when you're driving the Sea to Sky Highway. Because um, it it's in Britannia Beach. It's yeah. in Britannia Beach. Yeah, that's, that's why it's called the Britannia Mine. 
Yeah. And when you're driving by it, when you're going up, you've got they've got the giant truck there that you can't miss, or it's right on the, the side Mountain line. Woman Fish and Chips. The mountain, yeah, right by Mountain Woman Fish and Chips. Also in the book. Yeah, I got a whole other story about that. So what is but what is stop there? Because that was only one part. That the mine that you can see is actually only one part of it, right? There they was had a, a town. Whole town. There was a town. The Let Graham tell us about yeah. the town behind. Well, us. that's the other thing I think is kind of interesting about it is that it was a town of sixty thousand people. That's big. So that is that's massive for the I was just 19, 10, 19, 20 or whatever like, it was. Yeah. Completely yeah. cut off from, like, it, there wasn't a highway at the time either, right? They no, were, you had. Yeah, that's right. You had to. Yeah. You had to take a boat in. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, you know, if you're not paying much attention, or if you're just focused on getting to your destination, it is so easy to drive right past it. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop and think. Wait a minute. There was sixty thousand people <laughs> used to live yeah. here. Yeah. At two hundred and ten kilometers of tunnels, I'm thinking. Well, this was a big deal. It was but, a big deal. But you could drive past it in, f- in three minutes. Well, you know, most and people and heading up there to go skiing aren't going to take the time to stop. They just want to get no. to Whistler. But I'm saying to those people that maybe take a Saturday and get your kids in the car and go up there. And they do it. It's not like an ab- abandoned mine. It is a tourist attraction. And it is so interesting the way that they've done it. Yeah. Um, whereby they take you in a train car. You go underneath the ground. It, just like it was 100 years ago. They demonstrate how the jackhammers work. They allow you to, to touch and feel all the equipment. I sifted for gold there. Yeah. There's a wonderful interpretive any, displays. But and you they, can do that. I found that they just came out with a, a, a movie, like a documentary on it that you watched beforehand, that just won, won an award competing against Disney. All the attractions in North America submit their films, and the Britannia Mine Museum won first place in terms of the really? interpretive uh, video. My friend Wendy told me that. Oh, cool. Who works there. And... Um, it's a real cool place to spend yeah. four or five hours. You go into the mine itself. You you learn about how important mining was, and uh, like we're saying, this was one of the biggest mines in the world. Yeah, and you know, I was I was there. I don't know, maybe ten years ago, and then I was writing the book, and I thought, well, you know, I should go back and and check it out again. But I, I went there kind of with the attitude that I'd been there and done that, and uh, it was way better. Yeah, and I thought, oh, you know, they this is. Yeah, if if you've been and you think you've been there and done that, my advice is do it again. Do it again because it's changed. Well, I learned from my friend that um, it's run by it's a nonprofit and it's run by a board of directors. And I said, what kind of people are on the board? And she said, a lot of retired mining executives. Okay. Oh yeah, they'd have a ball. So we forget that Vancouver is a big town for mining. I mean, so many mining companies are are based here mm-hmm. and. Um, it's big mining in Vancouver uh, in terms of head offices. And so you're, you're a successful executive. You spent your whole life in the mining field working for Cominco or working for Tech. Or, you know, one, of, one of the big present-day mines. Mm. You got some time in your hands, and you invested into this nonprofit museum to uh, promote the industry. You know? And so it's, it's, a, it's not like a commercial place. It's done as a nonprofit to promote mining and, and educate people on it. I will yep. say that. So I went a bunch of times from my times in, as a tour guide. We would take people there. Yeah. Uh, and then I t- and then because of that, I went back a bunch of times because it is actually really cool. Because when you hear mining museum, you're like, oh, that sounds not to disparage yeah, right. them too yeah. much. It sounds boring. It doesn't, yeah, like how yeah. can they make that interesting? But they do make it really interesting. It's yeah. really cool to go back. I was just there a few weeks ago, and uh, they have a new exhibit called Boom. Maybe exhibit or whatever. This new thing called Boom, and it's like an interactive. You were there a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was like a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Really? Like yeah, yeah. You just decided to go to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Good my girlfriend you. and I went up to check it out because it's it's just cool. We've driven by it a million times, and we're like, we should go in. 
Um, but yeah, they have this new thing called Boom, and it's like you go into the mine, and the mine's really cool. It's very, it's like hundreds of feet tall, and it's, and then it does the, it's like an interactive movie almost. Like there, there was, there's a movie display, and then, you know, lights start going off, and there's explosions, and there's smells that come in. It's like very, very interactive. It's very cool. I think that's, that must be the award that they were talking about. Yeah. Which I would imagine they, yeah, they, they did a great job with it. It's very cool. That's been the same the same one I was yeah. talking about. And I think that one's really awards. new. I think it's, it's only, really new. Yeah. Just like the last couple of months, they yeah. won the award and they're really excited about it. Yeah. 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 What else you got, Grant? <laughs> <laughs> Grant, this is your we we took this one over. This is your this is your chapter though. Uh you would do we want some crazy uh, trivia? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm all about acquiring knowledge that has no real value to it <laughs> at all. You've spent a lifetime. I spent a lifetime accumulating knowledge that really just doesn't matter. No, I'm late on us. Uh it is named after a boat. Oh yeah. Yes, that's Britannia. Pretend yeah, that's right. Huh. Well you're either right or you're a good guesser. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you know it's called Britannia. But uh, it was the ship uh, for a 100-ton frigate under the command of Captain Richards who was uh, surveying the colony of British Columbia in 1859. Huh. So uh, that's, that's why it's called Britannia. It's actually after the, after the ship of, of that guy. Uh, but, it's, yeah, like you were saying, it, there was no highway there. It was not on the way to Whistler. It was just uh, a, mi- a huge mine. A, a huge mine that somebody had discovered and thought, you know, let's start mining out of here. And... Uh, Eventually, for for many decades, it was uh, providing copper to the world. Like you were saying, Dave, especially when people are like, copper's got so many different uses. Yeah, it, and, and copper was in demand. It yeah, was needed in every country on planet in, Earth, in, and in they, the world couldn't keep up with the demand for copper, and yeah. this mine was just pumping it out. But it's also uh, been used in movies. Lots of movies. So if you've seen uh, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed... Okay. <laughs> you you might recognize bits of the Britannia mine. I don't think I've and seen then, that one. Uh, the original X Files. Yeah, Scooby Doo one. It was never going to be go. better than Scooby Doo. X Files was filmed everywhere, like, back everywhere back here, right? around here. But that there seems are very some, fitting for X-Files some X Files yeah. episodes uh, were there. Uh, the interview. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah I was I was, was going to mention that. Seth Rogen, I think. Yeah, yeah. Directed. it was about North Korea. That one. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be North, Co- North I was Korea. At, I was laughing. Much about of that, that is around Squamish. Yeah, yeah. I remember but laughing about that, that one because they did like a flyover during that movie, and they were like, "It's North Korea." I was like, "That's Squamish." <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, I yeah. digress. So it shows up in uh, shows up in movies a little mm-hmm. bit too. Uh, around the mine, it's it's got a great kind of vibe. It's great for it looks good in in the cinema. Mm-hmm. It's a great place for some photography. Oh, you can get some amazing photos in there because, like, when the sun comes in at the right angle and there's all these, like, different um, uh, windows, it has yeah. these crazy shadows. Oh, we got some really cool photos in there, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool equipment. Uh, you can walk down the tunnels along the tracks. They've got a little, like, a little red box. Do you remember seeing this on the side of the wall? It's like, explosives. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah danger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's where they used to, like, keep the explosive. You keep on going and. They take you to one part where they turn off all the, the yeah, lights. It's very dark. And you are in... It is dark. Dark. It's also quite it's cold it's down there. Well, like if you go in the be. summer, it drops like a good 10 degrees or something when you go down. Yeah. And then if you go in the in the winter, it's actually warmer in there than it is outside. I should, should have probably saved this for a final thought, but if there's a heat wave this yep. summer... Oh, that's yeah. a very good tip. That would be a good final that's thought. That's a great place to go and you know take the temperature down a little bit. I think it's really cool too when you drive by and they've got those old buildings there. 
Yeah. And uh, I think they're moving around right now. I don't really know what they're doing, but they, yeah, it's the old, like, original buildings from 50, 60 years ago, whatever. Yeah, like 10 years ago, there was the mine, and you think, oh, that's cool, and there's just some miscellaneous other stuff that's kind of around, and it's beginning to take form now and look a little bit more like a destination. I think they're trying to build houses there. I might be wrong. They might be building houses. There's the gift. I don't know if it's called the gift shop or the interpretive center or whatever, but there's like a, there's a cafe mm-hmm. um, there, I think. Uh, yep. Let me see what it's called. Is it called the Museum Cafe? The Chatterbox Cafe. The Chatterbox, yep. Chatterbox yep. Uh, yep. Cafe. So it's another reason to pull over. Like, I kind of like uh, to break up my drives, mm-hmm. and a great way to break up the drive is to, like, get a coffee. They do have a pretty good coffee there. So they do, yeah. you can pull over the Chatterbox, and then if you're... So inclined, you know, maybe check out the museum mm-hmm. a, a little bit. I, uh, I highly recommend it. I say everyone should do it at some point because, yeah, it's it's not one of those things that you would think like, oh, this is going to be really interesting. But everyone I've taken there is always really surprised yeah. and impressed with it. Yeah, it over delivers, doesn't it? It definitely over delivers. You sort of I, think, oh, I went this with is very low expectations sort of and was very impressed. Yeah, if you tell your girlfriend, you know, what are we doing this weekend? We're going to go to a mining museum. It was honey. her idea. She was very excited. Okay, well, yeah, she, yeah. then she's a keeper. Yeah, because it sounds like it sounds like I'm a really <laughs> shitty boyfriend when you say it like that. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. I just was saying that it over delivers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Graham, was that your final thought? Uh, well, why don't you ask Dave if he's got a final thought, and I'll see if I can recover a little bit and find another one. My only final thought would be I think it's a good place for kids, too. I mean, as, a, as yeah. an adult, I enjoyed it. But if I was, uh, you know, if I had some little, you know, children, age five, seven, nine, it's, it's, it's interactive. It's cool. You go into a, a car that takes you slowly underground, you know, and um, it's dark and it's spooky and it's real. And I think kids would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And Graham, do you need us to give you some more time? You want yeah, us to yeah, that helped a little bit. Uh, you know, okay, two things that I'm thinking of. I'm just trying to get my, my head straight on this. Uh, chapter 86 in the Whistler book is about Sam the Axeman. Mm-hmm. And Sam the Axeman started his life at the Britannia mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot that's about right. That. It yeah. all comes full circle. It does indeed. No, that's where he started. He was built for uh, a movie, uh-huh. uh, the one with, with Ice, Ice Cube. Tea. You were going to say Ice Tea. I think it's Ice Cube. Uh, I get my, my, my ice is mixed up. Copper Cube. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam the Axeman for the avid listener we started, did do an episode there. on so, that a while uh, ago. you know if you like Sam the Axeman you could say oh wow this is where it first started but you could also look at the at that movie and see if you can see Sam uh, when they're at the mine museum because that's another one that was there mm-hmm. Mountain Woman Fish and Chips also in the book uh, can't remember the chapter number off the top of my head um, right there but right there in that uh, that old school bus yeah. And it's been there for ages, and, yeah. it, and it is a, uh, a family-owned, uh, somebody driving by in their Harley there. Their I, hope, Harley, I yeah. hope that you can hear that. I think you can, yeah. Um, Mountain Woman Fish and Chips, got to stop in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and ask about some of the celebs, if you like celebs that have been in there, because whenever they film these movies, Ice Cube's been in there, Schwarzenegger's been in there on his way up to Whistler. <laughs> Schwarzenegger stopped in. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do Schwarzenegger impersonation. When are you going to start doing it? <laughs> um, all kinds of yeah. uh, Seth Brogan, I don't know, whoever yeah. is, has been, They've all been in around. the area filming Yeah, have, have popped in there. And so they should. It's a great place. It's kind of a traditional place to stop over and get some grub and some honest eats. 
honestly it's my final thought is actually nothing to do with the mine museum but similar to the area i used to be a really big fan of the galileo coffee oh, company that shut that down yeah, yeah that, it shut down a few years huge ago. parking lot the, the, the building just became too dec- we were going to use that as a story in 111 i was yeah, going to write about that it that was a great one and then while i was doing the research they said yeah it'd be great but we're shutting down in a couple of months it's Wasn't not it's it not like worth the mine managers office or something it might have been I is that what know. it was originally yeah I think oh, it was that's really cool to the i didn't know that galileo coffee mine, was a great stop in yeah, the way it was Whistler. right huge parking lots yeah, yeah, right before a, when you're driving north there's a movie called crossroads i think with richard gear that was filmed up there and that's yeah, right. uh, yeah but the, that's a beautiful little bill i wonder what they're going to do with it, it it's 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 empty now it's a it's um vacant and i heard I it was take it over. like i heard there was like a flood or something there's like a reason yeah yeah but it's uh, maybe it'll just get plowed down and they build something new, or maybe someone's going to sink a ton of dough into it. But it wasn't yeah. it wasn't meant to be a coffee shop anymore. So make sure you go onto our Facebook page and tell us all about the things that you want to hear about, what you want to hear more about, what you don't want to hear more about, and what are some of your favorite episodes. Also, you can shoot us an, over an email as well. We always like to hear from uh, from people all over the world uh, who are telling us what they like to think about our podcast. But make sure you come back next week, and we'll keep telling you more interesting things about Vancouver and Whistler that you must not miss. Thanks so much. See you next time. <laughs>